Welcome back to Oh the Insanity with Nick Guerra. Today I'm going to talk about a subject that maybe not all of you have dealt with, but I would say a good amount of people have dealt with. Uh, and that's the insanity of being cheated on. I remember the first time I was cheated on. Who can't forget it? <laughs> uh, it's a weird thing to happen. Especially the first time. Uh, because, you know, you have to figure out how to deal with it. You got to figure out how crazy you are versus how crazy they are versus are you crazy for thinking this way. And it can make you insane. In fact, a lot of people never get over it. And hopefully through this podcast, if you're listening, uh, maybe some of the things I, I am about to say will help you get over it. Uh, I've talked to other people that have been cheated on, you know, when they have. And uh, we've often talked about, you know, they, they've come to me and they're like, is it bad that I feel this way or that I think this way? So let's start. Uh, it affects everyone differently, of course. You know, depending on how long the relationship was, how entangled it was, uh, whether it was just boyfriend, girlfriend, fling, marriage, it, uh, so it all takes different forms, but I think for some people, especially people like me who are very, uh, analytical, we don't just stop with hearing that we've been cheated on. You know, I remember wanting to know how, why, what led up to it, what transpired before, what got there, and I actually got my answers which was crazy now that I look back on it because it, it didn't heal anything. Learning about the entire experience didn't heal anything. It didn't make it better. You know, even now as I think about it, I'm like, there's no info I could, I could take from what I learned to have helped me gotten over it. But, you know, it's for some reason, that was my coping mechanism the first time. <laughs> and I say the first time because, you know, I stayed with the person. And then it happened a few more times. And that, that, was, uh, that was my bad. Right? And now I realize that, you know, that person wasn't evil. They didn't do it to hurt me. They did it because they were at a different place in their life. And they weren't content with how, how their life was at that moment. And that's how you start. You start by realizing that uh, the cheater didn't intend really to do it against you. Now, sometimes, sometimes that is the case. But most of the time, it's... It's just uh, temptation, it's selfishness, it's, it's more about themselves, it's uh, wanting to feel wanted, you know, maybe the fact that one of you gets more attention than the other in a relationship, so that's why that person seeks out that feeling, or it's, it's wanting to be adventurous, uh, and thinking that that, that adrenaline rush uh, is going to satisfy that need. And it's funny because I've even read an article where there was this 
the this uh, serial cheater who said, you know, every time I felt like cheating, I would tell my husband, and that would just telling him that I felt like it was enough of a rush for me to not actually do it. So that was one way that person handled it. But uh, I, I'm just saying, know that deep down inside, when you blame yourself, uh, sometimes it's not you. It just isn't you. There are times that it that there are people out there where it is them, you know. And in the case of like when I was cheated on, I ended up cheating because I wanted to feel like I had control again, you know. And I and I guess the opportunity was there, uh, and that's that's what led to a toxic relationship. Anyway, more on that later. <laughs> But the insanity, of course, first finding out. When you find out, oh my God, it hits you hard. And when I found out, I was told by a friend. And uh, who knew? And then I found out all my coworkers knew. Because it was a, a coworker that, that had slept with my girlfriend. Or my girlfriend had slept with, with a coworker. Um, and that kind of hurt. That hurt knowing that everybody knew. And I actually never trusted those friends again. Except for the one that told me. Because I was like, why would you, why would you hide this from me? I've known you longer than I've known her. But I get it. Nobody wants to be the bearer of bad news. And everyone's just like, well, that's not my business. Uh, that's between you and her. Um, and people are dealing with their own things. So you can't really blame your friends or people that you know. Plus, they were just co-workers. They weren't really friends. You can't blame them because it's like, yeah, that's, that's personal drama. And that's something that's not work drama, and we're not going to be part of it. Which, I respect that. Uh, Didn't mean that I don't hold it against them. (laughs) In fact, I think I hold it more against them than I do her. Uh, But whatever, right? So when you find out that initial hit, that hurt, uh, that you feel, is not only the air being taken out of you because... You feel like your trust was being broken, but it's the first step into getting over it in a weird way. You have to feel the hurt in order to get over it. So you find out, you get hit. It hits hard. It hits hard at first, right? And uh, I remember when I found out. I mean, that's how I found out all my coworkers knew. That's how I found out. Uh, when it started, how long it, it went, you know, I, I dug in, I asked a lot of questions and, uh, I even talked to the guy, which, uh, which is crazy now looking back at it, the guy actually answered my questions, you know, I mean, I interrogated him in a weird way over the phone and, uh, he actually answered it, which means he probably felt pretty bad, you know, um, the, you know, my, my girlfriend at the time, the reason she did it was not as solid. I really think she did it just because she wanted to feel pretty. She, she wanted to feel like, I mean, everybody at, at the job wanted this guy and she wanted to feel like she got him. Uh, she was young so she probably wanted to feel that power of winning uh, in a weird way. I mean, it could have been a lot of things. You know, it, it's a hard thing to find out. 
But what I'm telling you right now is that I can I can tell you all uh, a lot of the details. I can tell you what song they listened to while driving to the house. I can tell you that they actually went to Walmart to go pick up condoms because they didn't have any. So this was all time for her to back out, and she didn't. Uh, and I can tell you how she was... Well, look, she actually used some words against me that I told her about being late to work as to why she did it multiple times. Uh, but in the end, none of this made it better. None of it made it worse, none of it made it better. It was just what it is. And I think that's the problem, is that you're always looking for the right and the wrong, the justified, the not justified, uh, and none of it's going to make you happy, right? So, if you're the type of person that needs to know why, how, when, where, what, just know that it's not going to satisfy you. You're better off just leaving it alone, okay? Which brings us to the next part, the holding the grudge of being cheated on, which doesn't clear up as easy as you would hope so. And here, and I kind of have a theory about why we hold a grudge. So the grudge that you have... Um, is because you're you're holding on to the person that you thought they were. You know, that that's probably the hardest hit of getting cheated on is that you are in love, but you're in love with who they presented themselves to be, which that person is very real in your memories in your head. The person that you thought they were. That person is just as solid as the person they are. And distinguishing between those two and realizing that who you thought they were was, was what is in your head or what they told you versus who they are. Uh, if you can, the minute that you start doing that, you get over it because you realize like, okay, you know, I thought you were this. I thought you were that. I thought you were this. This is actually who you are. This is who you were hiding. Uh, and it's and, and that's the other part of relationships is, is discovering the real person. You know, and in that discovery, you kind of figure out like, well, now I've got to deal with the fact that the reality of you is you were somebody that wanted more. You were something that wasn't somebody that wasn't content, wasn't satisfied. You thought there was better or you just wanted a quick rush right and uh, and that isn't the person that I love the person I loved loved me loyally the person you are is someone who loves himself you know and that'll help you get over the grudge if you look at it in that light is you have to start realizing that the feelings of hurt are because you're hurt by who you thought they were all right, and you're discovering who they are, but that's who they are, and that's what you have to deal with, that's what you have to come to grips with, that's them, all right, you're not wrong for loving who you thought they were, and you're not wrong 
for finding out who they are. That's them. Now, what you deal with that information, how you, what you do with it, uh, is is you. I stuck with the uh, the girl for quite a while, you know, and, and then it kept happening, which made me realize that, you know, yeah, people say once a cheater, always a cheater. I, I mean, whatever you want to say to that. Um, I had to realize that she just wasn't in love with me. She was, but she wasn't. In the end, uh, she wanted something else. And she may have just been with me because she did love me. But she wasn't in love with me. You know, and that's the other, that's a weird part of love where you love somebody, but you're just not in love with them. You're like, no, I love you. I love what you're about. I love how you make me feel. But in love with you, I'm not sure. You know, and she was younger. Once again, she was younger. Uh, she was going through her wild days. I'm young. I can do what I want kind of shit. Right, so she wanted to feel that part, and she was watching all her friends, her college friends, party and 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 have fun, and I think that also made her want to, you know, cheat on me, go have fun, because she was like, I'm with a guy that's not even really near me. All these girls are having fun. I want to be the ultimate fun person. I want to have all the fun. And that's really what she wanted. She wanted to be, you know, in Trina terms, (laughs) because she loved Trina, she wanted to be the baddest bitch, right? And some people, that's what they strive for. And you can't be the baddest bitch if you have a boyfriend. (laughs) You got to do wild shit. You got to do hood rat shit. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to be the ultimate drinker, the ultimate partier, the best drug taker, whatever, 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 right? Uh... And, and, and the, the biggest sex object, you know, and she liked, she liked it and that's fine because as you can, as uh, now that I can look back and be like, that was her growing, growing past that rebellious stage, you know, and become, and, and slowly becoming more mature and wise later in life. Right. I went through her rebellious stage. You know, and that happens. Sometimes you date somebody who is just in their rebellious moment, their transitioning period. They're morphing into maybe the more mature person they are. Uh, And sometimes they never mature. She did mature, you know, uh, I I believe. And and I was just the guy that got the harder part of her life, which I'm fine with now, you know. That's how I, I got over it. I realized that, that there is no sense in holding a grudge. There's no sense in hanging on to it because uh, it was just her transition. So getting over it is a process different from everybody because, it you know, if it's husband and wife, that's something that I haven't been in. If it's, uh, there's a kid involved, that's something that I haven't been in. If there's property involved, that's something I haven't been in. Luckily, uh, me and the, the girl that I eventually broke up with, all we had between us was a phone bill, (laughs) which is why I tell people don't get on the same phone plan. But, uh, if you do have a child, 
my my one piece of advice from watching single parents is don't carry that grudge into or around your child you know you can be privately upset you can be upset when you're with friends but don't don't put your child in between it because all you're going to do is is taint and poison the memory that your child has all right remember as a parent you are their world and that other person is also their world so when you when you shit on each other in front of your kid then that's a poison that can't be cleared up and you as an adult can handle it which you know to be honest as an adult you should handle it you should know not to bring that around your kid uh but a child doesn't have the coping mechanism yet to deal with that all right they your child will harbor hatred against one or the other i mean it it can backfire where they get upset with you for always talking bad about their their other parent right so anyway it's my only piece of advice once again i'm going to bring it back to my situation girlfriend boyfriend situation uh i got over it when i eventually realized that i was not going to be lonely forever because that's the fear the fear is oh no i'm going to be lonely oh man i i worked so hard on this and i maybe i didn't you know looking back at it now i'm like well you know it, i can see why it went that way uh we were long distance you know we we were very secretive about our relationship for a while and all those little things kind of just added up to to that point uh that weird breaking point so i looked back at it and i was like okay i've got to let it go i've got to let it go i got to be i got to be happy with ending this chapter and saying this is just a chapter in my life i have grown they have grown we have grown apart but we are growing and that's the point and if you decide to stay with the person do not bring it up anymore don't hold it over them because if you choose to stay with them say it was a little slip up once and you choose to stay with them you got to throw that grudge away because if you don't that poison sits and it grows and it's there and it will erupt and it will either erupt in you never ever trusting them again and holding it over them all the time or they go and do it again because you keep assuming they're doing it anyway and i've i've seen that and i've been there where it's like you're going to tell me that i that i'm this way well then i will be this way because i'm tired of of hearing uh of hearing you blame me for things that i am not doing but i know i can do <laughs> and i know it sounds bad but that's 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 the human mind sometimes so you have to make that choice as an adult if i stay with this person i'm not going to bring it up anymore or if i move on it's just a chapter and i will not carry this over into the next relationship because not everybody is like them and that's okay you know and you got to keep saying that and that's okay and that's okay
I've got to trust myself again. Trust that that was just a moment of uh, immaturity. Maybe on both our parts. Maybe we just weren't meant for each other. I mean, I was long distance. You know, I was young. I wasn't as 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 uh, equipped to to woo a girl to keep her wooed. You know, we couldn't go on vacations, this and that. And that's the problem with modern dating nowadays is that people compare relationships and they see their other friends going on vacations and enjoying this. I didn't have the money. And sometimes that gets in the way. The whole like, well, why aren't we living like them? Well, it's because we're young. We're inexperienced. We're, we're, we're not as, as, uh, as rich as they might be or we, we might not have the, uh, the luxury that they have. And apparently we both have to go get that ready and we're just not good together, right? And that's all right. So get over it. End the chapter and it's okay to end the chapter. And then if there's something that you guys both deal with, you know, if there's something that, that are that still uh, tangles your lives together, do your best to act like adults and handle it. Now, if they keep the emotion, if they keep the anger and the grudge, that's all on them, man. You know, and you just tell them that. Look, you want to you wanna keep living in that moment. You want to be upset for some reason. Don't say, why are you upset? You did it to me. Don't say that. Just, just say, oh, look, I'm getting over it. You want to hang on to it, you can hang on to it. It's like, but I'm getting over it. I'm not letting it stop me. Don't play the whole who's more of a victim. Because to be honest, in that situation, it takes a very strong person to admit they were the one at fault. Because they really think they're also the victim. You know? The victim of slipping on some dick. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, end the chapter. Find some humor in it. I did. I immediately went on stage and started talking about it. You know, I had started doing open mics at the time. I started talking about it, and maybe that helped me get over it, right? And the the final thing I want to talk about is, of course, not letting it affect other relationships. So not bringing it into other relationships, that's the next step. And uh, I know for some people, they... They're like, I don't know if I can ever trust anybody again. Well, that's you. You know, if you decide that you can't trust anybody ever again, well, that's you hanging on to a fear and an insecurity that you have developed all on your own and only you are fostering. You're letting that grow. Um, Because everyone is different. And everyone you're going to fall in love with is going to be a stranger that you become familiar with. And they will always kind of be a stranger because there's no way to truly know somebody 100% in and out. But to hold over the pain from a past relationship on a new person is your choice. You're bringing that poison over. You can just leave it. End the chapter and leave it. And realize that yes, you might end up dating somebody else and be stuck in the same situation. But then once again, that's that's not something you can predict 
Because you might end up dating somebody else and that's the only other person you date and you fall in love and you get married and you have kids and you have a wonderful life. So you can't hold it against the next person, right? Uh, and the other way to not let it affect re other relationships is by not carrying over the, the fear of it happening. So now all you're looking for is signs. You know, now, now you're, you're checking on the other person. You're creeping on their stuff. You're looking for, for anything that might give you warning signs to, uh, it happening again, because if you're looking for something, you're going to find something that upsets you. And I, and I tell that that's more of a jealousy thing. You know, if, 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 you know, when people are jealous, and they want, they look for something, you're kind of putting it into the universe and wishing it's going to happen, and then it happens, right? I mean, I, once again, going back to what I first talked about when I was finding out about it, I went through emails, I went through, through talking to people, I questioned, I asked again and again, I looked for any sign in old notes about what had just happened and where it happened and check times and dates and... And I collected all this information that didn't make the situation any better. You know, all I knew is that I wasted a bunch of time collecting all this info. I should have just taken the first sign and let it go. Right. Uh, so don't don't go on that weird collection. Don't let it affect the other relationship, right? Um, and I, I should have probably talked more about that, more about the collecting of the data. I mean, the way I found out about the last few times was pretty extreme, you know, and it led me to believe that she wanted to be caught. So I saw the signs and it led me to believe that she wanted to be caught. And sometimes they want to be caught because they don't know how to end it. Just like, I don't know how to end this podcast, <laughs> you know, uh, and it's okay because like I said before, we did love each other. We did care about each other. We just weren't right for each other. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's only wrong when you carry it over. And you let it completely affect you from that point on. Just let it go. Don't ever hold it against anyone else. You know, don't hold what happened in the past against somebody in the future. There's no point. It's just wasted time. And I wasted a lot of time getting all the answers, checking the emails, time frames, all that kind of stuff. You know, you just move on. It's a moment in your life and hopefully you're still at a good place in your life where you're like, okay, there's still plenty of growing and we're supposed to grow. We're supposed to continue to grow. We're human beings. We're supposed to grow up until the end. We're supposed to continue to learn, to love, to feel, to be happy, to be angry, to be sad, to experience because that's all life is. If you hang on to something too much and you let it make you a hermit, you let it affect you so much that you crawl into a hole and barely peek out. Then you're not being true to life. Alright? 
We're supposed to skin our knees every now and then, get a scab. The scab heals. It get, you can pick it off early, you know, which makes the scab reform again and again and again. You might have a scar. You might not have a scar. You know, uh, just don't carry it. Leave it in the past where it is. End that chapter. And know that you're going to be fine. As long as you take a deep breath and say, I'm going to be fine. I'm okay. This person may have been my life at one moment, but that was my fault for making my life completely about them because my life is about me. And whoever I love will be a part of that life, but it will be our life. But my life will still be about me and our life will be about us. And their life will be about them. And we come together and we enjoy all those parts equally. So that's that's all I got to say about that. Thank you guys for listening. I hope it makes sense. Uh, if you think anything I said needs to be clarified, let me know. And then maybe I'll clarify it on another podcast. <laughs> maybe I'll do a re-up on this podcast if you guys are like, well, what if and what if? And I'll be like, oh, okay, well, here's more. You know, because uh, it's hard to get all these thoughts out and go back and be like, did I say everything right? Did I, did I elaborate? Hey, I, I don't want to elaborate too much. But know that, that if you have been cheated on or you are being cheated on or whatever, uh, you will move past this moment and you're going to be fine. All right? Don't let it get to the place where it's too dark, too deep and violent. You know? All right. Uh, let me know what you guys think. We'll talk later. Thank you for listening to Oh, the Insanity.